Welcome to another edition of Contractors Corner, a Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers. This podcast series is a companion to the Contractors Corner column in our print magazine and on our website, so make sure you look for our featured solar contractors in every issue. In this episode, we are speaking with Remo Eall, CEO of Superior Solar, down there in Florida. So thanks, Remo, for joining us today. My pleasure. All right, well, let's start off learning a little bit about your company. What's your background? When did Superior Solar form? So Superior Solar started back in 1984, and uh, Tiva Alternative Energy acquired it in 2013 and has continued its growth uh, from then. So we're the oldest uh, solar company here in Central Florida, and I've been uh, lucky enough to enjoy this long history and many clients. Okay. So what type of systems do you guys install? Do you do PV and hot water systems? We do. Originally, back in 1984, obviously, it was mostly thermal. Uh, but over the years, it's transitioned uh, to where now we do mostly PV, and we also do a fair amount of thermal, including pool heating and hot water, uh, but more of our business now is in PV. Are you focused mostly on the Central Florida area? For residential applications, yes, uh, because it obviously doesn't make too much sense to go too far from our base. Uh, but when it comes to commercial applications, we've gone as far as California, Michigan, uh, Maryland, and the Caribbean, uh, Bahamas, Puerto Rico, etc. So we'll go wherever the project uh, takes us as long as the financials make sense. Uh, so larger commercial projects oftentimes do. Okay. Now, since the company has been around for a while, are you finding that solar customers are more or less knowledgeable now than in years previous about solar? Definitely more knowledgeable. Obviously, the Internet is a major factor. Uh, everybody goes on and does their research, especially when you're talking about a substantial purchase. Uh, it's, it's comparable to buying a car for most people. Uh, so they will do their research online, which we're happy about. We encourage it. Uh, we, we have a good position there and uh, good reviews, so we want them to go online. Uh, but having said that, we still get lots of those customers that expect us to come in, and uh, for $80 a month, we're going to cut their bill to zero. And we have to walk them through the process and teach them that that's, that's not really how it works, uh, that solar is an amazing, has an amazing return on investment. It's a great uh, thing for the environment and financially, but it doesn't just eliminate your power bill completely uh, in most cases and certainly not for $80. Uh, so that wouldn't be feasible. <laughs> right. Uh, what sets you apart from other Florida solar companies? You know, we really consider ourselves to be the good guys. Uh, when we say that, uh, there are lots of good companies out there, and unfortunately there are too many uh, shady companies out there as well. Uh, but having this history since 1984 with over 20,000 clients, we want to make sure that we never, ever do anything to jeopardize that. So we go above and beyond, and when there's any doubt, then there is no doubt. And we always err on the side of making sure we make things right and take care of the client. Uh, and I think that comes through. It comes through in our referrals. Uh, we get a lot of referrals. Uh, in fact, a good portion of our of our new business is based on uh, old business where someone referred a friend or family member or a colleague uh, to us. And it comes across in our uh, online presence and our positive reviews, etc. Okay. Uh, how has your company evolved over the last few years? You kind of mentioned you did more thermal stuff in, in years previous, but how else have you guys evolved? 
so yeah, we are doing a lot more PV today than we used to in the past. Uh, another aspect of it is uh, we do a lot more financing than we did in years past. If you're dealing with a four or $5,000 solar pool system, uh, financing is not uh, needed nearly as often, but when you're dealing with a twenty or $30,000 system uh, for electricity, then many more people uh, will require financing. Uh, so we certainly do a lot more of that, and we like to call ourselves a, a techie solar company. Uh, we have an in-house uh, tech manager uh, who actually is uh, very well versed on things like metering and monitoring and uh, electronic communications. and. We really have automated a lot of our systems and our processes to streamline uh, the process and reduce our costs and increase efficiency and uh, reliability uh, so that we really try to find out, for instance, if uh, something's wrong with the solar system, we want to know about it before the client does so that we can preemptively go and call the client and say, hey, we're noticing there's a concern here. Let us come out and take care of it and then uh, figure out what's going on or if they can fix it directly, of course. Uh, then we try to walk them through the process to just take care of it immediately if that's possible. Okay. What are some of your struggles with the current solar market? Uh, really, it's this, I would say, the unstable political climate here in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like the utilities are doing everything they can to maintain their, their monopoly, and, and I don't fault them for that. Uh, I mean, they want to maximize their bottom lines, uh, just like everyone else does. But uh, it's, it's not the most conducive uh, environment for solar. Uh, so they are trying to push things through like uh, fees on net metering or discounted um, payback for net metering. Uh, and it's something that we've seen really hurt the industry in other states like Nevada, uh, being a member of the Felicia uh, board and uh, fight things like this Amendment 1 uh, that's going to be on the ballot uh, in November uh, that will give the utilities even more power to uh, hurt the especially distributed solar industry. It could truly kill the uh, residential PV market if uh, some of these measures take place uh, following that uh, amendment. So it's that uncertainty, uh, I guess is the best way to summarize it, that makes it difficult to invest too heavily in certain uh, growth opportunities because you don't know what tomorrow will bring as far as the political climate. It could all change underneath your feet very quickly. Right. Well, switching gears a little bit, what do you enjoy about being in the solar industry? You know, it's uh, it's really nice to wake up every day and feel like you're not only doing well, but you're doing good, uh, mm-hmm. doing good for the world, doing good for the environment, uh, helping, helping people save money. Uh, I mean, to... To have, uh, we have a fair amount of uh, older population here in Florida, and a lot of them are living on a fixed income, and they are scared uh, about the potential rise in, in electricity, and, and justifiably so. Uh, we had one of our utilities recently announce that they'd like to see a 25% hike in electric uh, electricity rates. So, for us to be able to either eliminate or mitigate that risk for them. Uh, by giving them power that they know exactly what their payment's going to be and they know it's not going to increase month over month, it feels good. Uh, you know, you're helping people that really need the help. Um, and, of course, it's, it feels great to know that we're doing our part to try to slow down this whole global warming uh, effect that, that we see, uh, especially in last month. Uh, I know across the globe, last month was a record uh, hottest month we've ever had in the history of tracking uh, temperatures around the world. 
and uh, it's it's just scary. It's scary to see this stuff. So it's at least we're doing our little piece to try to mitigate that a little bit. Yeah. So where do you see the solar industry in the near future? Uh, well, that depends. Unfortunately, I wish I had a crystal ball, but it depends on what happens with our political climate. I think nationally, it's there's too much momentum. Uh, it's too late to turn the uh, the clock back nationally. Uh, but in Florida, we could certainly hit some pretty big hurdles if uh, if this amendment goes through and if the utilities or the PSC allow uh, some of these uh, potential extra fees and, and hurdles uh, to be set in front of us. And that could really make the bottom fall out of the industry uh, here in Florida. So it really highly depends on whether we're successful in our efforts to just keep it fair, uh, you know, the other industries, like the gas industries and oil industries, have had lots of subsidies over the years and uh, lots of tax breaks that they still get until this day. Uh, so just to give solar the chance that it deserves, because it's obviously made some great headway, uh, I hope that that will come uh, through. I hope that we'll actually get there and uh, allow uh, solar to go ahead and prosper for the many years that it can. Mm-hmm. Well, great. That was a lot of great insight, especially into Florida. So thanks, Remo, for talking with us today. That's really my pleasure. I appreciate you having me on. So this has been another edition of Contractors Corner, a Solar Power World podcast series in which our editors talk with solar contractors and installers. I'm Kelly Pickerel, Associate Editor of Solar Power World magazine. Thanks for listening, and please tune in next time. Mm-hmm.